What's up, you guys? Top of the fucking top. This your girl, Cocaine Kisses. You already snow. I'm in the building. You in the building. And, um, yeah, much to discuss today, obviously, right? So let's just jump into it and do what it is I do. You ready? I'm more than fucking ready. Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. Saturn V building up. You're just jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Whatever. Yeah, you guys, what's up? Top of the fucking top, like I already said, it's definitely good to talk to you this september 24th it is the throwback thursday type of day um and the truth of the matter is i can't even get in a throwback thursday sort of energy because just so much has been going on uh, since last night but i'm here you guys are here and i love you so round of applause to you guys first and foremost you know i love the shit out of you And so today's segment, um, let me send my disclaimer out early. I think it should be already crystal clear by the intro in my podcast that I ask that anybody who does take the time to listen to me have a open mind to be able to look way past just the parameters of their own thoughts and how they perceive something and it's important that you do that while listening to me because there might be discussions of things in the way it's being discussed whether through facts or um opinion that you may not be receptive to or understand and in order to get a understanding of anything you have to broaden the way you analyze it so I'm going to tell you right now, you know, I'm definitely going to talk about this Brianna Taylor's case. I mean, who with a platform is it, right? But you may not hear things the way I word it or deliver it to you guys the way you may hear it anywhere else. And I can only give it to you as truth and according to my my realist my realistic views and authenticity right so you are definitely um entitled to agree to disagree with me um but i'm gonna give it to you <laughs> i'm gonna give it to you from the way my heart leads me to give it to you and then you let that resonate however you do but before we jump into the, all that, cause you know, that's gonna be a lot more emotional. That's gonna be a lot more political. And you know, let's work ourselves into that. Let me first begin by telling you guys <sighs> some shit, right? I always got some shit to tell motherfuckers, but there's always true shit though. A good uh, acquaintance of mine um, started a clothing line clothing brand shout out to them for 
showing initiative and believing in themselves enough to do, enough to do that, right? But this is where it gets like, okay, folks, you can't get upset for people in the community not supporting your you, your craft, your 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 product. If you make your brand, your product, your services ridiculously expensive, people understand quality sometimes requires more money. We get that, right? And normally that perception is understood because that particular brand who's requesting the amount that they're requesting that might seem to other people unreasonable has built their brand and solidified themselves enough to even demand that sort of price. Whether you agree that the price is what it sh- it is or should be is irrelevant. They solidified themselves to ask for that and they get sales. True or not true? Well, my... F- acquaintance um is currently in the business of selling clothing i guess and um they showed me some of their things and as i objectively looked at it i was floored at the prices of the items they were selling it just didn't make sense to me example a t-shirt Regardless of what image is on this t-shirt, like a, a white short sleeve, if it had no image on it, Hanes t-shirt with an image on it was $75. I almost thought that was an error. Like maybe you, no, that's not what $75. It wasn't even long sleeve. Not that that would have made me comfortable spending $75, but I'm like, yo, wait, what? I keep going through. I said, don't, you know, keep looking, keep looking. I got through this entire catalog of what was listed and the prices just floored me. I was completely like, wait, hold on. This is a brand new company. You're a brand new business owner with no affiliations to anything remotely close to this prior. And you don't have any connections to anybody where they can speak on your behalf and your name to kind of make those who are a little leery of these prices and you more subjected to kind of fuck with you. You don't have none of that. And it's okay if you don't because you're building yourself from the ground up, right? Cool. Why would you think it was okay to come up with that kind of price for a shirt? The hoodie was $150. Not to mention, you're you're, you're promoting these clothes to your niggas and bitches in the hood. And then getting upset when you don't get no type of sales. You're like, oh, motherfuckers don't want to support you. Niggas be hating your own people. That's not what it is. Don't tell yourself that. You want people to support you? Make things reasonable. Levi been out here. I'm 38. Levi's probably been out here more than 38 years. I ain't never, and you probably never will, 
see a Levi t-shirt for $75 and I don't even know you, bro. You want me to fuck with your brand? And I don't know what you do, what you was doing. You ain't got no history of having a passion for fucking fashion and clothes. And I'm supposed to spend a buck 50 on a hoodie? That the detail of the image is not even top shelf. Y'all got to do better, yo. Don't give me that shit. Oh, black people don't support black people. Because if you're all for your people in your community, you want to support you, then you will make prices reasonable so they can fucking do just that. Support you. We living in a pandemic. Some people don't even have jobs. Unemployment is fucking iffy as fuck right now. And we going through some crazy ass election. About to about to come come in what? Less than a month and three weeks or some shit, November 3rd? And you felt comfortable pitching this. Not to these white people his Saks Fifth, okay? Not to a demographic of people who could afford those prices. You shoot this shit to the hood and get mad when hood niggas and bitches ain't supporting you. They can't afford to support this shit. Nigga, I could afford to support it and I'm not supporting it. Because there's brands that are actually solidified like Balenciaga, Chanel, Fendi. I'm not even spending my money on shit like that for them. And they solid. Why in the world, yo? Okay, so I just want to mention that because <laughs> that's one of those, you know what really grinds my gears? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I needed to get that out because I was just outraged and, and just like, what what are we doing, people? And I say that because maybe I'm just fucking different, okay? I do have a job. I have a career. I should say not a job. You guys all know I'm a paralegal, so I'm already getting a salary from there. With this podcast, I, can ge- I, I generate money, and I'm also supposed to ask supporters, quote, to donate to the page. But when the last time you heard Cole say anything like that? Yeah, don't worry, I'll wait because I'm doing this for different reasons. When the money comes, it comes. How it comes is up to God. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that the dude who reinvented himself and invested in a company that he started shouldn't make a profit, but understand supply and demand before you start getting into businesses that relate around profit. That's all I'm saying. All right, here we come with the real fuckery shit. Okay, you guys, I'm going to just hop right into it. And if you would like to respond back to anything that I'm saying, you are welcome to call in, leave your message, your question, your comment, your concerns, and I will certainly respond back and uh, play your your, your uh, reply to the viewers the next segment so that they can hear what you asked me and my response to it if that should happen but I'm gonna go and just speak from the heart and my truth and it is what it is 
Now we're all aware, I don't know a person within especially the United States who does not know about the tragic death of Breonna Taylor on March 13th, 2020. Um, so I'm going to give you a backstory to this because it's important that I express what the narrative was when the world learned about this unfortunate tragedy. So at the time we were told that police officers under a no knock warrant that was allegedly executed barged into an apartment that was allegedly again the wrong apartment to apprehend an individual that was on the warrant that they uh, obtained which we first heard was the wrong person too but however these people came into this apartment and there was a woman Brianna Taylor who was asleep and her boyfriend in the apartment when officers entered shots fired and ultimately Brianna Taylor ended up with six shots fired to her body and was presumed dead as a result of this incident so now six months later we finally yesterday get to hear from the special prosecutor of Kentucky the uh, AG Mr. Daniel Cameron who after listening to the judge's rulings on the charges indicted uh, we were given the facts according to the investigation conducted about what happened with Miss Brianna Taylor's um, death and whether or not it was uh foul play involved so obviously you know regardless of what ethnicity you are when you heard about this case initially you were outraged you were like what the fuck what is this and then I don't think it made it any better because it just was a seer it was a lot of tension you know tension a lot of tension at that time going on and uh shortly afterwards it was almost like a domino effect of deaths occurring by the hands of either law enforcement or someone who believed to be in a form of superiority over another person so I listened yesterday to Mr. Cameron announce the findings of the grand jury uh probe into the death of Breonna Taylor and let me tell you something you guys I honestly have to admit to you guys as a paralegal who works in the criminal justice system also I am not surprised by his findings and I know that's fucked up to say 
But when you understand the parameters of how the criminal justice system works and was designed to work, you understand that cases cannot be conducted by emotions. You need to understand that. Wrong, right, or indifferent. If you allow emotions to supersede the facts, you've already destroyed the case before it started. So, this is how it goes, you guys. It was, or rather is, three officers that are involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. Well, was listed as being involved. You had a Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly. You had Detective Britt Hackison. And then you had Detective Miles Cowsgrove. So here we go. <laughs> Can't. Ultimately, the only indictment that came from the grand jury was three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree. What's so disturbing. Okay, first of all, what, I know motherfuckers is like, what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> to my niggas, right? To my niggas, I got you. Let me break it down. Wanton endangerment. Basically just means, uh, first of all, it's a class D felony, right? So it's wanton endangerment. If a person is guilty when circumstances that are being manifested in extreme difference to the value of human life, the individual wantonly engages in conduct which creates a uh, substantial danger or death or serious, uh, serious injury to another person. So that's actually the term defined when it relates to this 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 crime this is the charge wanton endangerment like what robbery is and what homicide is and things of that sort so that's what wanton endangerment is there were three counts of wanton endangerment in the first degree indicted by the grand jury all right so mr uh special prosecutor Daniel Cameron goes on to first, and I think obviously he knows the game. He came off sincere um, in recognizing that this death was tragic, very emotional, and affected not only statewide, but nationally and even internationally attention. Um, I applaud him and this is where I'm going to be fair, you guys. I applaud him because it's a very difficult job, especially as being a black man having to deliver this fucked up news <laughs> to the public, right? Which we will believe is fucked up news because most of us is emotionally attached to this entire case. He has to come across as objective as fuck. He can't make it. He can't give you any inclinations that he's on a 
specific side or against a specific side. So I will state that he did do that and execute that brilliantly. Whether you liked how he said what he said, he was only doing his fucking job. I'm going to just tell you that much. So I'm not even upset in his approach to having to deliver this fuckery, right? Because if you didn't know, it is against the conduct, or I should say a violation. That's, that's, that's the better word for it. I mean, every state basically has different rules on what a special prosecutor can say and not say. But in Kentucky, the special prosecutor is prohibited by making public comments that could in any way influence the direction of this trial or the influence of any form of biasness. He has to ensure due process, that this whole process is done fairly. That's what due process is, folks. So he doesn't have the ability to look at this situation from any other angle other than truth, facts, and what the evidence presents, regardless of how he morally feels about what happened and I think a lot of times especially my black people because I've been guilty of doing it we look at things from the perception of how we feel about it emotionally and not the the totality of all the information given about the circumstances now I say that to say Special Prosecutor Cameron began by letting everyone understand his position as a special prosecutor, which is, in his words, verbatim, not to decide if Brianna's death was a tragedy, but instead put emotions aside and investigate the facts to determine if criminal violations of state law resulted in the loss of Brianna's life. And in order to do that, he has to examine the actions of Sergeant Jonathan Maddenly, Detective Britt Hackinson, and Detective Miles Cowsgrove. So that's really the overall energy and what he has to deal with in determining what, if any, criminal charge should be indicted whatsoever, right? I'ma just tell you, motherfuckers is pissed. And they're pissed because I guess sometimes my people get confused as to the difference between something being criminally a violation or criminal, um charge or criminal violation versus a civil rights violation and it's imperative that you know the difference because then it will kind of limit you from being so emotional to where you're not thinking everything through based on a quote code of law right it's fucked up but you have to be able to differentiate 
one from the other. Because you could very well have had your civil rights violated, but on a criminal violation, we saw nothing wrong. Which is pretty much what the fuck just happened with Brianna's case. Now, I'm going to start off by telling you what was told. There was no body cameras on the officers. There's no way to show when the officer's execution of the search warrant started. In fact, they state video starts uh, when patrol officers arrive at the location. Special Prosecutor Cameron said in order to come up with his uh, conclusion of this investigation, which by the way ended uh, last Friday, they took into account ballistics evidence, 911 calls, and independent interview um, interviews Interviews, you guys, I'm sorry. Interviews uh, conducted by witnesses. They presented all of this information to the grand jury on Monday, this Monday. And this is what the grand jury heard. And this is the determinants that they came up with. Evidence says officers knocked and announced their presence. An independent witness corroborated with that. It's also stated that it wasn't served, uh, it wasn't served as a no-knock warrant. Kenneth Walker, the boyfriend, shot his gun or fired his weapon first now see that's where the fucking problem lies you guys and you know i i encourage you know people to get mad at cole and yell at cole and scream at cole and fuck you cole it won't change the facts (laughs) okay i've been working in cj too long to get offended by people's emotions when it comes to the reality of how a particular situation actually played out, okay? This is the reason why these officers, at least two, were able to dodge, well, in all actuality, all three. This is why the officers were able to dodge, were able to dodge an indictment on her killing has been justified for criminal homicide because Kenneth, 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 Kenneth shot first. Kenneth, okay, shot Sergeant Madeline in the thigh. Once you shoot your firearm, first of all, they're all, let me stop there. Let me not even say first of all. These motherfuckers is finding ways to justify killing your ass when you ain't even shot shit to them, their direction. Nigga, I ain't even have a gun on me. Y'all know this. Y'all know this. They dodging them type of uh, 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 consequences, if any. And motherfuckers ain't even have weapons half the time did anything half the other time. So you had to 
understand that in just that action alone, that culpability mm, wasn't going to fall on these officers. Whether you black, white, Latino, polka dot, horizontally shaped which fucking uh, patterns and, 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 and plaids. I don't give a fuck, right? When you shoot at any law enforcement, I don't give a fuck what your race is. You do understand the law protects them now to kill your ass on sight. And for black people, it's extra scary because they've been killing our asses on sight. Whether you got a fucking gun or not, whether you shot or not, whether you started this shit or not. So in a situation when you're the culprit, you're the one who shot first, based on ballistics, you guys, anything done by law enforcement thereafter, they're going to find a way to justify that shit. And that's exactly what they did. There was no evidence that supports friendly fire, which basically saying um, the other officers that were shooting are not the cause for why Sergeant Madeline uh, Maddingly, Maddingly <laughs> got shot in the thigh. Okay? Let me break it down to the amount of shots that ring out. Six shots came from the sergeant, um, Madeline, Maddingly. 16 shots, I believe, came from Calgrove. And 10 shots came from Brett, the only officer who was indicted. The only officer who was indicted for a charge that does not even affect Brianna's death. So the charge that the officer, the indictment that the officer was handed down doesn't even have shit to do with Brianna. You understand what I'm saying, you guys? He's being indicted on three charges of wanton endangerment in the first degree based on the bullets entering another apartment putting those people at risk for serious harm or possibly death that's what they're that's what he's being charged of so i'm not being charged for this woman as a result of officers shooting in this house her being murdered i'm being charged because one of those bullets that i shot out of my gun happened to go in another apartment and it was kids in that apartment. So it's six shots, 16 shots, 10 shots. All of those, that's the amount of, that was per officer. Six shots from the sergeant, 16 and 10. Between the other two. Kenneth Walker only shot one, sh uh, alleged he only shot once. That's what was stated by the special prosecutor. Or rather, excuse me, let me recant that. He shot first. So that is what Kenneth Walker admitted to. He admits to shooting first. So there you have it. You have an individual saying he shot first. So there, that clears any room for culpability of these officers to have to have 
based on the results of what took place because you decided to shoot an officer who are, who legally has every right to shoot back. We can say whatever we want about the fucked up cause of all of this, which is a woman lost a black woman who had her whole future ahead of her, her life ahead of her, lost her life. There's a lot of things about this whole story, the original story and the evidence that the special prosecutor presented before the media that had me gravely confused. And I don't normally get confused, you guys. So this must have been this for me to go, huh? That means, yeah, nigga, wait, what? I think I'm somebody trying to mind fuck me. I recall when I first heard about this story, the narrative being told that Miss Taylor was in her home sleep. Is that not what y'all heard? If that's not what y'all heard, let me know. But initially the story I heard when I learned about what took place in March was that this woman was in her home sleep and officers breached her door and came in guns blazing. And as a result, she was killed. I heard from the special prosecutor today as he spoke that Sergeant Madeline's testimony is that he was the first officer to enter the apartment. And upon entering the apartment, he states he noticed and saw for his own eyes two people standing down the hallway. He said he witnessed the uh, female and the male. He said after witnessing the male, which is Mr. Walker, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth positioned himself in a firing stance and proceeded to shoot a shot. He says he got shot, felt it in the thigh, returned fire, and then that's when everybody else starts to do the same. I think what stands out also for me is the mere fact that, I don't know if you guys know, but these three officers that are now involved in this fuckery, this whole shit show, they were extras on the team. They were called to be additional officers, which means they were not even part of the original unit that was investigating this case that was given the warrant in the first place or involved in this investigation in the first place. These were three additional officers who were, who were requested to assist. And they did the most when they assisted. I know a lot of you guys are probably like, I don't understand, Cole. Like, why are we not um, invoking the criminal homicide charge? Like, why can we not charge these people these officers in this state were criminal homicide 
And I'm going to just give you some clarity on some things, okay, you guys? Criminal homicide basically is the taking of a life by another, right? And under Kentucky's law, there are six possible charges for criminal homicide. However, according to the special prosecutor for Kentucky, none of those charges were deemed applicable in the investigation conducted. So this is why Sergeant Madeline uh, and uh, what's the other one? Detective Cowsgrove was uh, justified in the shootings because Kenneth shot first. So if you're upset behind what occurred, I know I am equally disappointed. But I also work for the criminal justice system and I understand how the law operates. And it definitely does not operate off of emotion, folks. That doesn't mean that what happened to Breonna Taylor isn't fucking wrong as fuck and some justice ought to be served. But you have people who are saying, well, the family did accept some millions right before this came out, right before we've learned this Wednesday, the family of Breonna Taylor had already agreed to accept I, maybe it's a wrongful death suit, but they were awarded a couple of millions. I don't know the exact number right now, you guys. I, it's somewhere about 15 million, something give or take, but it's a million. You can you can do that much and well do do all the looking up. Everything, even to what I'm telling you right now, as you listen to it, don't just take Cole's word. Check my shit. Hmm? Because that's what the fuck I do when I hear and read shit. I check it. <sighs> the criminal justice systems, folks, and I know a lot of people are going to quote that famous line where Jamie Foxx says, it's not what happened, it's what you can... What, it's not what... What happened is what you can prove happened. And ultimately, that is true to some extent. There's a lot of cases where people um, are guilty as fuck, but you can't prove it. And due to um, a lack of evidence to prove something that you know they did, they're walking the fuck out of here. <laughs> or vice versa. You know damn well that person is innocent. They didn't do that shit. But the way the story gets told, the way these witnesses appear and forensic evidence, DNA starts popping up, hey, we could tell a different story. So I'm not mad if people are questioning the authenticity of certain things like, for example, the um, ballistics test. So here we go. Two independent units did the same task and came up with two different results. The feds and the state of Kentucky's um, investigative unit, uh, crime unit, I should say, in terms of evaluating the ballistics. What they were trying to figure out was what out of the six shots 
that entered and pierced Breonna Taylor? What shot belonged to what officer as the fatal shot? Right? So that's what they... Sorry, you guys. Yeah. Excuse, uh, excuse me for the, you know, brief pause or whatever. And I'm not sure what the hell the last thing I was saying was that happened sometimes, but I'm just going to keep talking from where I believe I probably left off. <laughs> but um, I believe I was talking to you about the differences in the uh, um, ballistics uh, tests that were conducted on the state level and the federal level. Uh, and the bottom line is they were able on a, well, what they were trying to determine, let me first start there. What they were trying to determine was where the shot that killed Miss Taylor came from, what officer's gun. And they alleged that they couldn't make that judgment from the analysis taken um, based on the uh, conclusion they, uh, they, they, they got to from their investigation or whatever analysis that they used. The federal crime unit did a similar method in obtaining uh, evidence as to what officer was the officer that shot fatally killed Miss Brianna Taylor and they were able to come up with an actual answer so I thought that was rather you, you weird as fuck you and, and we have the special prosecutor admitting that there were both similar procedures conducted test conducted similar ways conducted nothing out out of the ordinary that you could say well this was done and that wasn't so that's possibly why we got the no but yet we got two very distinctive responses if i'm not mistaken it was stated that officer detective cow cowsgrove shot was the fatal shot that killed um, Brianna. So you know people are bad as fuck, you guys. I understand a position that the special prosecutor, especially being an African-American man, currently is in. And it's just the same way, I guess, African-American police officers feel when something happens and you can't avoid looking at the agency and race and many times it gets intertwined and many times it gets intertwined and it shouldn't and it, and it complicates the um the facts of what occurred um and i get it you know when something affects you in your family on a personal level you're not giving two fucks about at that time well let's wait to see what you know actually happened you know what happened your family member or friend or you know whomever that individual that you were close to is no longer here and you know well at least you think you know why that reason exists and whereas we we can all be like y'all shot retardedly in that apartment and shouldn't have even done all that all of that gets overlooked because technically they're justified once somebody shoots at them i think what's strange and i didn't i honestly don't say this as if i would want mr walker of course to be dead or 
uh, definitely not. But I find it very disturbing that the individual that they were coming for, that they indicate him and officers shot first, never got shot and was able to unharmed okay by all the firepower and gunshots going back and forth he was able to walk out of there alive motherfucker who shot first who you say you was here in the first place for went on a fake what was what you want to go to the war this nigga said I ain't going out without a bang right I mean, at least that's how y'all make it appear. Regardless, this is the evidence. He shot first. You claim you was there for him. Right? But yet, you shoot someone who had nothing to do with it. No criminal charges pending as a result of the actions of officers who did, who did that. All because they say, and it's been proven through ballistics evidence... Well, we only shot because he shot at us. And we cannot disagree with the facts, you guys. You have to, we have to eat that. He shot first and they shot. Well, you'll have those who say, well, how we know that's the truth. Well, Mr. Walker also admitted (laughs) that he shot first. So there's that for those skeptics. Okay. So if you're outraged in the charges that the grand jury indicted one and not all three officers on, this is why. This is why. Uh, Each count, if convicted, is five years. So he could do... 15 but um it was stated that the family of Brianna Teller is not happy and then they feel that they have not received justice but you received a check but they haven't received justice so it's no secret that you know what the fuck went down in Kentucky yesterday you know niggas wasn't going to take that shit like no fucking way did you think the people in Louisville, Kentucky, okay, was going to hear that verdict. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> verdict. Oh my goodness. That just, look, the verdict, <laughs> the verdict might be nasty, y'all, because the spirit got me saying verdict. Um, There's no way they was going to hear that statement about the grand jury's indictment and something not Pop off, pop off. I'm not saying whether whatever transpired is right or wrong. I'm saying you had to know based on what the fuck happened and how it happened. That yeah, it wasn't gonna go good. So many people, if they haven't really been keeping up with the Breonna Taylor case, um, wouldn't know that Supporters and protesters 
have been literally protesting in Jefferson Square Park for 125 days, folks. Yes, uh, yesterday, after this indictment came out, two officers were shot in the protest while 46 people ended up in police custody. I've been told that Mayor Greg Fisher has now executed, obviously, you have to see this one coming too, a curfew from the hours of, I believe you can be outside from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Anything after that is a problem. You know, folks, this is, again, I understand how we can be frustrated and mad about what we feel is justice. I get it. But that's one of the reasons why I got into criminal justice as a, um, I took, rather I took criminal justice as a major because I I have an ability to look past the obvious sometimes. And it's definitely necessary in this field. You cannot get caught up by the influences of other people's opinions, um, regardless of who they are and what roles they play to you. You can't get caught up in, in sort of a alliance or allegiance because we're all women and it's happened to a woman, a woman. We're all black and this affects a black person. When it comes to criminal justice, which is why I'm in criminal justice, I'm here because I believe the truth is the only fucking thing that should matter. It doesn't matter if you like the truth. That's not what a criminal justice system is based on. It's based on the facts, the evidence, due process. That's so why you have evidentiary hearings, things of that sort. So these things can come out and you can see what evidence is stacked or not stacked against the person to contribute to assuming that this person did or did not do something criminally. It's not about whether or not we like what we hear. It's about whether what we hear is what happened. And we cannot keep taking the truth and twisting it to fit our narratives or taking the truth and pulling particulars out of it and using that as a ploy to run with a whole different outlook on what actually happened Versus what you are making it appear to be looked like happened. And you got to be a special person, special prosecutor, <laughs> to be able to do that. You guys, he's in a fucked up position too. You understand what I'm saying? It's almost sometimes when you black and you get into positions like that, you feel like you have to choose either do I stand with my people Wrong, right, or indifferent? Or do I do my job uh, to the best of my ability? You often feel like you gotta choose. This is what your black law enforcement brothers and sisters feel like. That they always are in the fucking middle if they happen to be black as an officer. Black as a court officer, correction officer. And don't get me wrong, 
A lot of the motherfuckers, black, white, Spanish, polka dot, and red, are fucked up. But there aren't, that's not the totality. That's just what you experience constantly. And it doesn't discredit your experience by no means. But we cannot make situations become the all in all. Nothing is fucking absolute. We can't use one scenario and make that the precursor for another scenario because they happen to uh, share a commonality like race. I don't know. This is why I want to be an attorney. (laughs) This is why I want to be a fucking attorney. Because I'm fair. Even if being fair means you don't fucking like me anymore. Who gives a fuck? I sleep well at night and I'm good with my God. You know why? Because I was fair. And that's all I'm concerned about. Truth. Justice. Due process. I don't give a fuck what color people are. When it comes to that, it's so fucked up that my people have always been on the short end of the stick when it comes to justice, equality, and fucking due process. But I can't use that experience as the reason to look at every single case that happens to evolve a black person as it always being a narrative that gears more towards my emotional attachment to the case versus the logical evidentiary um, direction of the case. Yeah, a lot of people look judge me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all know who I Y'all know me. Y'all know I don't give a fuck. Y'all love me for this. But I do this because we need to be more observant in how we evaluate things. You got people, you know, critiquing this woman. May she rest in peace. Decision to date this gentleman. You got people out there making comments that, well, she knew what kind of nigga she was dealing with. There's no way you ain't know, regardless of her being and having and setting herself up in life to be successful and productive. She's, as they would say, guilty by association because her significant other is involved in this particular lifestyle. And so it's almost like people are saying, well, she should have expected or what's to be expected when you deal with anyone who is in that lifestyle. Does it make it right? No. But is it a, is it a possibility that that going to happen? Absolutely. If it wasn't the police that was busting down the door, shooting and asking no questions, it would have been another rival game. Hmm. Is that safe to say? Can I draw that conclusion? If these motherfucking police got a whole warrant out for him based on drug track, dr- drug trafficking that they've been investigating him on I'm pretty sure anybody who's in the game don't all got friends you got some people who made you getting more money than them huh we not about to do this this morning but I just did so you guys I would look forward to putting uh, excuse me placing your hope in some form of civil if, uh, some some sort of uh, redemption or justice found on a federal level with the uh, the civil rights violation being um you know 
violated. That sounds crazy. Civil rights violation being violated. <laughs> but you get my drift, you guys. I see more of an outcome of justice for Brianna in that direction than I've ever seen it prior to this statement being released when it related to any criminal violations being conducted because once that motherfucker admitted he it, you might have had a chance if it was their word against his um if the ballistics didn't come out the way that they did because you do have one ballistics unit saying one thing but that actually was for the last sh- uh the fatal shot for brianna so i can't even put that in the scenario either but when you have the perp saying, yes, I did something. Well, what the fuck do we look like disagreeing with what you said you did? You see? Nobody wins. I guess it's just keep losing, you know? To uh, everybody out there in Kentucky, because I actually got listeners from Louisville. Shout out to you guys. And I know you guys are hurt, man. I'm hurting for y'all. Regardless of the legal parameters of how these charges were handed down. A woman is still gone. This was something that should have, that was, that could have been avoided. This was something that shouldn't have happened. So I get that. And I get always feeling like you're always on the short end of the stick where it just grants people a slap on the wrist to do things to us in our community that just can't be erased and, you know, get over. You can't just get over it. I get it, Kentucky. I fucking get it. But this, there's a saying. It's more than one way to skin a cat. You understand? And sometimes you can't beat them at one particular game. But there are other games they'll play that you can whip their ass in. You understand what I'm saying? I'm so I'm so hardened by the fact my heart is is really it is heartened. By the fact that it almost felt like these motherfuckers didn't want to investigate this case. But after doing so and working in this system, I had to listen to these charges get handed down that was just... Are you serious? I cried because obviously that's not what I wanted to hear. But as somebody who... (laughs) works in the field there was no other legal evidence to charge them on criminal homicide because based on what occurred it wasn't applicable so all you're really left with is this officer shot And those bullets went into another person's house that caused harm or possibly could have serious harm and or death is why you got these three wanton endangerment uh, uh, charges in the first degree. Three of them. (sighs) A lot can be said 
about this case and a lot will be said about it but I implore all those who make a statement give a response or an opinion about this uh, grand jury indictment that you take the time to understand the laws in your state prior to making your opinion, your statement, and and or a response to this particular matter. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's opinion is valid, right? We said that shit, so we said that shit. You said it, I said it. We may not agree, but it got said, right? Just make sure you understand why you're angry and not just be fucking angry and understand that emotions are not needed in situations like this you need a clear thought a clear mind to process what the fuck is going on again you guys I truly hope there's some justice awarded on the civil rights level i truly do because i definitely see a civil rights violation i don't uh clearly someone else obviously does too if they giving motherfuckers in her family millions of dollars so there's some sort of um acknowledgement that something was fucking done wrong But if we thought we was going to charge these officers criminally to this shit, knowing that Mr. Walker said he shot first, then we have been bamboozling ourselves this entire fucking time. You guys, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. And, um, yeah. I don't even know what else to say after that. I'm just in like still like shock mode. Like, yeah. Because this shit is crazy. Guys, I love you. Kentucky, I'm praying for you. Um, Y'all going to get through this the right way. Justice will prevail. But please don't give any reasons for somebody to justify killing your asses when they already kill your asses without any justification given. I love you guys, okay? I'm out of here. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs>